You guys ready for the Word of God? It's coming at you. Ready? The title of my message is Trick or Treat. Because we're in the, ha- the Halloween season, yeah? Trick or Treat. Who's ready for Halloween? I'm excited to share with you guys tonight. I've been thinking about this since I talked to you last. I cannot wait to speak to you guys. Christy's right. I am excited to share God's word, but it is God. It is not anything that I'm doing. It's what God is doing, and that's what it is. It's just so awesome. It's an honor to be up here and speak to you guys and be your youth pastor. It's, it's amazing. It's honestly one of my most favorite things. So I love you guys. Thank you very much. Trick or treat. Everybody, take out your Bible. It's right below you. Turn to John chapter 10, the book of John, which is in the New Testament. If you don't know where that is, go to the very front of your book and look up the book of John. And then go to chapter 10. Hold your Bible up if you're ready. John 10, 10. Okay, here it comes. I'm going to talk about being tricked, or I'm going to be talking about getting the treat. Tricked or the treat. The thief or the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy. The enemy, that's Satan. Satan or the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He tries to come and trick us. He is the trick. He's trying to trick you out of an amazing life that God has for you, out of an abundant life that God has for you, out of being a son or daughter of Christ. Did you know that? The enemy His main job is to come and trick you. He's trying to steal from you. He's trying to just kill you, and he's trying to destroy you. He uses sin. Sin is separation from God. Anything that separates you from God, that is called sin. It steals from us. Sin tries to keep us. It tries to lock us in. It tries to trick us. It is the trick. It's disguising. The enemy uses disguise, but the Bible also says that he is roaring about there. He's, he's going around like a lion waiting to just jump on somebody, waiting to just jump on us. So with all this attacking going on, it's really important to stay connected. We don't want to be separate from God. We don't want to be separate from other believers. We want to stay connected. So I literally, as you're sitting there, link arms with the people next to you. Link arms with the people next to you. Link arms with the people next to you. Link up. Link up. Link up. Link up. Link up. I got him. He wasn't linked. He wasn't linked or else I wouldn't. Right? Right? He's linked. I can't get him. John's, John's connected, right? No matter what I do. If I came to the back row, are you guys going to get taken out? Are you guys going to get taken out? No. No try. No chance. Because you guys are linked up, right? That's how important it is to stay connected That's how important it is to stay around people who believe in God. Be around church. Be around youth groups. Stay connected. Because if you are out and about and you are not linked with somebody, if you're not connected with one of your leaders, if you're not sharing, if you're not asking for prayer, if you're you're not investigating God, if you're not opening your Bible, you're going to get taken out. 
I don't want anybody to get taken out. I don't want anybody to be tricked. I don't want anybody to be stole. I don't want anybody to be killed. I don't want anybody to be destroyed because that's exactly what the enemy wants to do to you. Call, that, call it as it is, yeah? Check this out here. This is, this is like the history of humans. Turn to the book of Romans. Turn to the book of Romans. It is my favorite book. I, I, well, the, sorry. It's, it's my favorite. It just really is. Romans chapter 3. Romans 3, verse 23, sir. On it. You guys ready? Here we go. Verse 23. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. This is the history. This is truth right here. This is the history of humanity. The history of us since the beginning of time. Ready? For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So what does that mean? We have all blown it. We have all chosen sin. We've all chosen separate things that get us away from God. We've chose the trick. We were tricked in the very beginning in the Garden of Eden when God created man and woman. We were tricked. We were tricked into sin. right? We were tricked into not being connected to each other and connected with God. Because when in the original, God's plan was for us to be at one, was to actually just link arms with God. But the enemy showed up. He destroyed that. He stole that, and he killed it. He tricked us. (laughs) Trick or treat, he said, and he, he made us choose. He tricked us into thinking that the trick was the right thing. He tricked us. And check it out. We have all sinned. Nobody is perfect. Every single person has sinned. Every single person has fallen short. So in a a humanity and all of us who have fell short, we need a Savior to save us. We cannot save ourselves. We have tried to save ourselves, and it does not work. That will leave you empty, alone, and broken and lost. And that's exactly where the enemy wants you. He wants you to go into that. Check this out. Do you know that sin actually costs something? Nate, go to the next verse. Romans chapter 6. Turn a couple pages, you guys. Romans chapter 6. Here's the cost of sin. This is real. 6, verse 23. The wages of sin is death, but the gift, ready for it? But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Somebody say amen. Come on. Sin, the separation from God that we choose because we've all sinned, that separation, it actually costs something. It actually costs death. So without Jesus coming to save us, without Jesus living his life, without God stepping into the story, coming into time, sending his son for us, we would have to put up with that. See, we all deserve death. I'm going to call it how it is. We all deserve death. Nobody in here 
Nobody out in the entire world who has ever lived. Nobody who does, nobody does, nobody is free from that. We all have a debt over our heads. We've racked up sin. We've chosen the trick. We've been tricked. And it costs, costs our life. But check this out. And no matter how much sin we have in our lives, guess what? God's not shocked by it. He's not intimidated by it. He actually knew that we were going to do that. He actually knew that we were sinning. He knew that we were messing up. He knew that we were going to choose that. So in his loving nature that he, that he is and that he possesses, God chose at the exact right time in humanity. 2,000 years ago, he chose at the right time. He said, I'm going to send my son to the earth to live a perfect life and die for everybody, become sin, defeat sin, defeat the enemy, so that anybody who believes in him, anybody who believes in Jesus, will not have to put up with the debt on top of their head. They won't have to die. They can have eternal life, meaning forever and ever we go into heaven and we live with God forever. God knew that we were being tricked, and he said, no, 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 I'm going to send my best. I'm going to send the best treat ever. Even when we are messed up, Romans 5, turn back a little bit, Romans 5, verse 6. Even while we were sinners, while we were of no use, while we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us. So did you guys realize that? When we were far off, when we were utterly helpless, we are of no good use to God, that's when he said, I love you the most. That's when he thought of us. He thought of all the junk and all the stuff that we do in our lives and all of our mess-ups and all the times we choose sin and we choose to be tricked and duped and we give in to that. He thought of those things and he said, I'm going to pay for them because I love you. He is for us. If God is for us, who can be against us? That's what the Bible says. That's so encouraging. Come on. Amen. Verse 8 says, but God demonstrates his love for us. God demonstrated. Did you know that? God demonstrated his love for each one of you by sending his son to the cross. The cross is a victory, you guys. Even while we were sinners, while we were messed up, while we're in the middle of the worst junk ever, where we think we are too far from God, that's when he absolutely loves us the most and says, no, 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 you don't have to live separated. You don't have to put your head down and live in shame and guilt. No, no, no. I've sent my son so that you can have life and life more abundantly. Somebody say amen. Come on, this is great news. This is the message of God. This is the message of Jesus. It's called the gospel. It's the good news. And I actually think that it's great news. It is the best news ever. It's the best deal ever. It's the best treat you can ever receive, ever. And this is what the Bible says, Romans 10. You can turn to that. This is an important verse. If you're going to start memorizing verses, Romans is a great place to start. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. Ready? Romans chapter 10, verse 9. In fact, let's read this out together. Ready? Romans chapter 9. Sorry, ver, uh, chapter 10, verse 9. Ready? Read this out loud. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, 
that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Turn to your neighbor and say, you will be saved. Here's the deal. To receive God's best treat, to receive God's gift of eternal life and God's gift of salvation, here it is. This is what God instructs us to do. Go to Revolution Youth. Um, He instructs us to declare with our mouth verbally. Did you guys know that as humans, we believe 85% of what we speak out of our mouth? We believe it. If you continually speak out of your mouth, we believe 85%. That's a huge amount of what we're saying verbally. God knows it's a big thing for us to confess verbally. Yeah? It's a big thing for us to use our words and declare that Jesus is Lord. But here's, here's, here's where it gets where only God will know. Because people can hear, right? People can hear, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. Jesus is the Son of God, right? But only God will know our heart. And I'm glad that I don't have to be judged by anybody here on my faith or whether I'm saved or anything like that, right? I don't have, I'm so glad that God set it up like this because God knows my heart. He knows the inner workings of our heart. He made us. He knows. And this is what you have to do. You confess with your mouth. You believe with your heart that God did what he did. He sent Jesus, that Jesus went to the cross and that he was, then he died and then he rose three days later. That's it. That's that's an amazing free gift. That's an amazing free treat. It's the best treat you will ever receive, ever. We don't have to be tricked. We don't have to be stolen. We don't have to be killed. We don't have to be destroyed. We get to receive God's amazing gift and everything that comes with it. The life that God has for you and the amazing miracles, signs, wonders, the plans, all the, all the different things, the life that God has for you is the absolute best life you will ever have, ever. It's better than anything you can imagine. When I started living seriously for God, when I said, God, my life is yours, no matter what it looks like, no matter what job I have, no matter who I marry, no matter what car I drive, no matter what clothes I get, no matter what house I get, God, I just love you. I just want to serve you, God. I just, just want to be with you. You're, my heart is yours. I'm giving up my agenda. In fact, my agenda was worthless. And you receive his, and you start walking out his. Day by day, you start walking out his. I guarantee your life is going to change. Guarantee you. If you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart, we're going to respond to that in just a few moments. Uh, worship team, you guys can come on, come on up if you're still here. If not, it's cool. Um, check this out, guys. I thought this was really cool. I wanted to share this with you guys. Check this out. This is like tiny side note, tiny side note. Can you guys follow me here for a second? I'm almost done. Check this out. I thought I was really inspired by this this week. I heard this in a sermon. Do you guys know, like, there's hundreds of, you know, probably even thousands of religions on planet Earth that humans have created and made and all that stuff, right? Thousands, probably tons, right? But there's really kind of only, the world says there's really only kind of like 22 major religions that people like that are big numbers. 22. Did you know that if you look up every single one of those major religions they have a figure right or they have a teaching or they have a they have a book or they have something they have some kind of doctrine or something like that and every single one of those says come to me the character says come to me 
and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll show you the way. Come to me, and I'll show you the way. Every single, every single religion you could popularly like, think of, every single one is going to say, come to me, I'll show you the way. Come to me, and, and, I'll, and I'll show you. But Christianity, being a Christ follower, is different from every single one of those. It's different from every single religion. It's different from every single belief on planet Earth. Why? Because our Savior, he didn't just say, come to me, I'll show you the way. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to my Father except through me. He said, I'm the way. That's our God. He came down. He stepped out of heaven. What king leaves his throne? If you were in heaven, would you leave? (laughs) No. You'd probably stay up there. I'm so glad I'm not God. I'm so glad you're not God. I'm so glad that he is God and that he is so great and he is in love with me. He's passionately in love with all of you. He's in love with your friends. He's in love with people on the street. God lives in people and he's different from every other belief or faith or anything like that because he's real. He is the only belief that stepped into time, actually put on skin, said, hi, here I am, lived a full life, started a ministry with some, literally some teenagers, went around his homeland, right? Went around the area just loving people, telling people about God, healing people, raising people from the dead. This is who God is. And he thought of you when he went to the cross. He thought of you when he was persecuted, when he was spit on, when he was just beat up and bruised and bloodied. He thought of you. He thought of all of our stuff, and he said, I'm going to pay that. I love them. The debt over their head, yeah, I'm going to take that, and I'm going to put that on me. God, put that on me is what he said. I'll take it. The fact, I mean, if you're not blown away by thinking that that God... The real God, the guy who put the stars in the sky, the guy who made the planet Earth, the guy who made the universe, who created everything, you and I, everybody. The fact that he knows me, the fact that he created me, the fact that he, he came down into time for me, the fact that he went through all that pain, that's got to do something for you. I pray that that is rocking your world because that rocks my world every single day. And I love being around other people who are affected and impacted by that. I love being connected with people who point me to him. And I want more and more people to come and get connected in this link. I don't want anybody to get taken out. We're supposed to share this with everybody. The treat is for everyone. Do not get tricked. The enemy is constantly trying to get us to choose hell. He's constantly trying to get us to choose being stolen from, being killed, being destroyed. God sent Jesus here so that we can have life, life more abundantly. This is amazing. This is great news. I want others to experience. Think about this. When you go trick-or-treating, you knock on the door, right? Trick-or-treat. Trick-or-treat. You want the treat, right? (laughs) Nobody wants the trick. You want the treat. How many of you want the treat? And you want as much of the treat as you can get, yeah? Yeah? I want the biggest bag. I want an overflowing bag of treats. 
I want to know God so good. I want to know Jesus so good that everything I know about him just oh, like pours out of my mouth, pours out of my heart, right? I want people to be blessed by the treat. I want people to be blessed by who God is and who his son is. And I want as many people to get this treat, right? Amen. Come on, if you agree, just say amen. Say, say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want others to experience this. I want others to experience his love, his grace, his mercy, his peace, his unconditional love, love with no conditions, his goodness, his holiness, his kindness, his patience, his power. And it never and never ends for us. I want you guys to say yes. I think every single day, God gives us new grace. He gives us new mercy. He gives us new opportunity every single day to say yes to him and to step into life for him. Every single day, do you know that? You have the greatest option in the entire world. Ever, 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 you have the best option. God's not gonna force you into it. He's not gonna force you to confess with your mouth and believe with your heart. He's not going to. So let's, uh, let's, let's close our eyes and let's bow our heads. Close your eyes, bow your heads. Just concentrate on God right now. He's in the room. God sends his spirit, the Holy Spirit to be present. He encourages us. He speaks to us. He does what he wants to do. He provides the, the verses just with every eye closed. Every head bowed. Let's just, let's just pray. God, thank you so much, Lord, in this time. God, thank you for what you're doing in this room, God. Thank you for changing hearts, God. God, thank you for giving our hearts, God. Thank you that they are beating, God. I just pray that people are encouraged in here tonight, Father. I pray that there's an awareness going on in this room, Father, that even though we have messed up, even though we have chosen sin and we deserve death, God, that, and, and even though we are completely even though we're completely of no use, even when we're completely worthless, God, that you just sent your son. That was the moment when you said, that is perfect. I'm sending my son to pay for all that. God, thank you for that. Just every eye closed, every head bowed. I just want to give an opportunity for every single person to always make a recommitment and a response to something you've heard tonight, whether it's through the worship or through this message, just something serious is happening in the room. I feel like it's it really, really helps when you actually do something physical. It helps, helps yourself. Nobody's going to see it. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. Just let's just respond. If you want to make a recommitment to God, or if you want to believe and give your life to him for the first time, just shoot up your hand real quick and put it back down. Shoot up your hand. Put it back down. God loves you so much. Thank you. Thank you for those hands. I saw that. Keep your eyes closed. Keep your heads bowed. God saw that. Thank you. Thank you for that. Let's pray this together. Let's confess with our mouth and believe with our heart. You guys ready? Let's say it, let's say it loudly. Let's say it. 
Jesus, I believe in you. Thank you, God, for sending your son. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for your unconditional love. I choose that. My identity is in you. I love you. Come into my life and change my life. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. Amen.